0: A few weeks ago, I made a video called the most improved player that isn't on the list and talked about Grant Williams being underappreciated for his low stats despite having a massive increase. Well, it got me thinking, what if we did the same thing regarding MVP? First we have to redefine what MVP means in the public opinion. When talking about KD with Rundecourt, he said this, and I'll quote him because unfortunately the audio for that episode was corrupted. He says, people ask the question, is KD the best player in the league? And is he the MVP? Those are two different questions in my opinion. I do think MVP is more about what you're doing for your team. End quote. The acronym for MVP is Most Valuable Player. So with that way of thinking, the way I would determine MVP is who would make the most impact if they were removed. If you take a player off of their team, what team would see the most change? And I think it comes down to three players. De'Aaron Fox with the Kings, Trey Young with the Hawks, and Luka with the Mavericks. If we remove these players from their teams, I think they would see the biggest dips in performance. Let's go through them in order. De'Aaron Fox is leading his team in points. Now you could make the argument that Tyrese Halliburton leads in every other category, but Tyrese only has about 13 points per game, with Fox in the spot behind Tyrese by very little in the categories he trails in. At the end of the day, points are also what win you the game, even if it's 102 to 101. Without De'Aaron Fox, the Kings have no real hustle player. That's why he is second in nearly every category. De'Aaron is swatting blocks while the rest of the team is jogging, accepting the end of the game. Without Fox, the Kings also have no playmaker. Again, Tyrese Halliburton leads in assist, but the eye test tells a different story. Again, Fox is putting in the most effort out of his teammates and finding more ways to provide his teammates with shots in more difficult positions than Tyrese. Without De'Aaron, the Kings would be on track to be a near 15-67 and 67 team or something historically low. Then there's Trey and Luca, both having similar issues. Trey and Luka have similar skill sets and were traded for each other in the draft. Without Trey, the Hawks would have to rely on Quinn Capella and Lou Williams. And without Luka, the Mavs would have to rely on Przingis and Jalen Brunson. For the Hawks point guards, this would be a drop from 8.9 to 3.4 assists per game. And the Mavs guards would drop from 7.9 to 3.8. I think it's clear to say that without Luca and Trey, their team's playmaking would be near non-existent. Trey and Luca are both also shot creators that can shoot from anywhere on the court. Each other player on both rosters have a specialty range that a coach could easily create a defensive plan for, such as guard Capello or Prazingis harder as they approach the paint. And that's if either of them improve their shooting to begin with. Prazingis has been missing open layups and Capella gets blocked even with his size. Without Luka, the Mavs also lose a lot on defense, with Luka being top in steals and fourth in blocks for his team. Trey Young is also third in steals for the Hawks. Without their key players, the Mavs and the Hawks could drop down to a Pistons level at a current 11-36 or converted to 82 games, 19-63. and 63, team with the information i just presented as i said if we remove any of these players from their team their team would see a significant decrease in playing efficiency with that being said i think these players are truly the most valuable for their team every other team has a solid second option the lakers have ad the nets have harden The Bucks have Middleton and Drew Holiday, and so on. Anyways, let me know what you think down in the comments, and be sure to share this video around if you enjoyed. Like, subscribe, all that stuff, and I will see y'all in the next one.